better and better,' cried the Queen and the Prince together, both of them clapping their hands. And the Prince made an ugly noise with his hair-lip, just as if he had intended to be one at the feast. "'But,' added the Queen, bethinking herself, "'he is so troublesome. For poor creatures as they are, there is something about those sun-people that is very troublesome.' "'I cannot imagine how it is that with such superior strength and skill and understanding as ours "'we permit them to exist at all. "'Why do we not destroy them entirely and use their cattle and grazing lands at our pleasure? "'Of course we don't want to live in their horrid country. "'It is far too glaring for our quieter and more refined tastes. "'But we might use it as a sort of outhouse, you know. "'Even our creature's eyes might get used to it. "'And if they did grow blind, that would be of no consequence.' "'provided they grew fat as well. "'But we might even keep their great cows and other creatures, "'and then we should have a few more luxuries, "'such as cream and cheese, "'which at present we only taste occasionally "'when our brave men have succeeded "'in carrying some off from their farms. "'It is worth thinking of,' said the king, "'and I don't know why you should be the first to suggest it, "'except that you have a positive genius for conquest. "'But still, as you say,' "'There is something very troublesome about them, "'and it would be better, as I understand you to suggest, "'that we should starve him for a day or two first, "'so that he may be a little less frisky when we take him out.' "'Once there was a goblin living in a hole, "'busy he was cobbling a shoe without a sole. "'By came a birdie, goblin, what do you do? "'Cobble at a sturdy, upon leather shoe. "'What's that good old sir?' says the little bird. "'Why, it's very pat, sir, plain without a word. "'Where it is all a hole, sir, never can be holes. "'Why should their shoes have soles, sir, when they've got no soles?' "'What's that horrible noise?' cried the Queen, "'shuddering from pot-metal head to granite shoes. "'I declare,' said the King, with solemn indignation, "'it's the sun-creature in the hole.' "'Stop that disgusting noise!' cried the crown prince valiantly, getting up and standing in front of the heap of stones, with his face towards Curdie's prison. "'Do now, or I'll break your head!' "'Back away!' shouted Curdie, and began singing again. "'Once there was a goblin living in a hole.' "'I really cannot bear it,' said the queen. "'If only I could get at his horrid toes with my slippers again.' "'I think we had better go to bed,' said the king." "'It's not time to go to bed,' said the Queen. "'I would if I was you,' said Curdie. "'Impertinent wretch!' said the Queen, with the utmost scorn in her voice. "'An impossible if,' said His Majesty, with dignity. "'Quite,' replied Curdie, and began singing again. "'Go to bed, Goblin Do. Help the Queen take off her shoe. "'If you do, it will disclose a horrid set of sprouting toes.' "'What a lie!' roared the Queen in a rage. 